This is episode 187 of the Fearless Launching Show. Today, we're talking about why you should treat your business and your launches like baking a one, two, three, four, five, or whatever, seven layer cake. Yes, today I'm talking about my layer cake launching strategy. Hi, I'm Ann Samoylov, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done for you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. And I wanted to thank you all for joining me again, especially if you were here last week. And if you're new, then make sure to listen to last week's episode, which was really about what June is all about, what this entire month is about. So if you're new here, make sure you back up to episode 186 and really dive in so that you understand why we're going through this content over the next few weeks. And now I will say that in general, this is not a normal type of series that I would do, but sometimes I do feel the need to kind of back up, hit the pause button, and really become aware of what I'm doing in my business so that I can really kind of prune, you know, pair, what is it, when you're weeding your garden, lots of analogies today, people, uh, that you're looking for ways to really allow the things that need to grow, grow, but they need that space. So when I'm talking about a layer cake and why this is, this is this layering strategy, it's not really a strategy. It's just my approach to doing almost anything. And sometimes just like, I feel like just any, all of us do this. We get excited about new ideas. They start piling up and all of a sudden we're not really sure at the core, what, how we got so lost, how we got so far down a rabbit hole. So let's talk today about this idea of layering. This came up in a conversation, a Zoom session a few weeks ago um, with my Message Lab members, and they were just talking about there were certain people that have been doing new strategies in their business, and they were surprised at the response. And I think we've all had those times when we're trying new things and the response is either more or different or requires a little bit more energy than we had anticipated. And so both of the women that I was speaking to decided that they were going to just not pump the brakes, but really dig in and use this as an opportunity to find out how many people did they want to approach or bring into us. You know, both of them, um, one of them is a coach and one of them is a physical product owner, but she is marketing her business in a very unique way and I think really interesting way. And both of them have the capacity to get a, a big response from their work. But they also are are really conscious of the energy that they want to use on their business uh, and 
And so they both wanted to take that time to really figure out, okay, what's the process here? Am I enjoying this? Uh, what does this require me to do when I put the call out for this? What kind of interaction and response responses am I going to have to give to people who are interested because of this one activity? So I'm, I'm being purposely vague because uh, I did not get permission to, to speak specifically about their businesses. But I mean, I think that really what I'm what it comes down to is um, sometimes the steps of dealing with an influx of people, it, it's actually more than we expect. <laughs> and it takes a little bit more thought. So if we can do that on the outset, when there aren't as many people coming in, we're setting ourselves up for more success, because there's nothing worse than opening the doors, getting a stampede of people in, and then being like, oh, all these things are not working, or I don't know, or not respond, or worse, just not responding. So let's dive into this a little bit. Um, I think that when it comes to this topic of layering, I think that um, I usually kind of go towards social media first, because we'd all agree that social media is this, this great way to connect with people who will potentially be interested in our business, you know, maybe becoming clients, readers, fans, collaborators, maybe there are influencers we want to connect with, maybe subscribers. And so if you're not on social, and this is something interesting that I heard Gary Vee just say, if you're not on the main platforms at the very least, and he he has built this up over time where he's publishing every single day on all of these. There's like five or six that he talked about. Um, but he actually said, you know, you're you're basically running the risk of being irrelevant. And I do agree. I feel like if you're not on the main platforms and building up to using them, you do run the risk of just your business disappearing because that's just where people are. That's how we're making our decisions. That's how we are knowing if a business, we want to work with a business. Uh, I mean, of course, it's not the case all. Well, for me, it is every single business that I interact with or purchase from is on social. And specifically for me, they're on Instagram. So if you're not on social, rethink that piece, that might be your first layer is just getting on social piece by piece by piece. And we'll talk about that in just a second. But no, no one right now that I know is just blogging. In fact, there are a lot of people who've stopped blogging because they're on all these platforms kind of microblogging. And unless you're running paid ads, perhaps, maybe you're blogging, running ads to your blog, you're likely on Facebook. Or maybe like me, you've got a podcast or you've got a YouTube channel. So those are also platforms that allow you to connect with people. So with all of these with all of these in mind, that's kind of how we're going to approach this. Because I do think when people start to think about launching, they're really thinking about all these places they have to be even more than normal. Okay, so let's just say it's your first product product that you're going to be launching or your first service or your first you you're opening up a coaching group or whatever it is you might feel totally overwhelmed at the different ways you see people launching right there are big fitness brands and clothing brands doing a lot of launches on instagram and they're running 
these multi-layered ad campaigns there, but they are, they, it feels very organic though, because they're doing these Instagram lives. They have these challenges. Everything looks really amazing, but kind of homegrown. And there are other even online educators that you might know of that are using what seems like every single platform available to them. Everything from Facebook lives to ads, to webinars, to video series, to Facebook groups, to retargeting, to Snapchat, to Instagram and all these places and they have affiliate partners and they have placements in big publications and um, they have big partners mentioning them. But here's, here's one thing that all of these brands have in common. They have layered on these strategies and they have done it in a very intentional way. They likely, and most of them I know, started with only one. And sometimes they did start with that blog that I mentioned that a lot of people, um, they aren't just doing that. So it's no wonder, basically, if you were to look at yourself, that, or if I were to look at myself, that when you decide to do, let's say, you're like, I'm going to do Facebook Lives for my next launch. Okay, I'm going to do three to four Facebook Lives. And let's say you've never built a community on that platform. Yeah, sure, you have a Facebook profile, you have a page, maybe you share your posts there. Um, maybe, but I wonder, are you doing enough interaction there? Or you're, maybe you've never even done a live there. And then you wonder why it's not working. It's because you didn't really give yourself a chance to just be fully on that platform, right? So worst case is that when you're using all the platforms, so that's just one platform that maybe you didn't really ramp up to. But the even worse case is when you're trying to use multiple platforms and just all of a sudden, I mean, that can work just kind of like the shock and awe. That can definitely work to get people's attention. Um, but I do believe, and this is something that Derek Halpern uh, shared with me a long time ago about blogging and that. I would want to be on other more other people's blogs in front of audiences that are already established than on my own. Sure, you want to blog on your own, but don't don't like blog five days a week and then wonder why no one's coming there. Sure, you can do ads and SEO and all that thing, but getting in front of other people's audiences is really important. So imagine you're someone who doesn't have a big a big audience. And you're just on your own platforms. You're like everywhere. And that's great. You were on Snapchat, but no one's following you. So how do you know what's working and what's not working? If you're on all the platforms, trying to do all the things, not really giving yourself any kind of ramp up. And even more so, are you reaching whatever goals you thought you'd reach by being everywhere? Was it even necessary? Did you get a little burned out? Are people responding to you on those sites? Which ones? Are you being consistent? Are you still on it even after the launch? Did they like the Instagram? Did they like your Facebook Live? Did they like all of the above? And are you specific about what you're posting on all these various places, on your podcast, on your Instagram, on your Facebook, on your Twitter even? Or are you being specific about what's posted on specific channels? Or are you simply reposting the stuff from the other spots, which really isn't using the platforms to their best? So what's super important is figuring out 
and this is really what I think it comes down to as we talk about this layering strategy, is figuring out, first of all, where you are right now, okay? Committing to just a small number of key activities that you'll likely use during your launch. But before you launch a thing, before you decide to do a new product or product or rebrand your blog or a coaching service or a program, just decide where you want to start. Have in your mind where you want to eventually get to in terms of where you want to show up, how you do your launches. And I, I, I want to make a point here too about that. And I get that we all... <laughs> see people and we want to kind of be that kind of exemplify what they're doing. But I just found that's so dangerous. It, it has been dangerous for me multiple times where I was like, why am I not doing this? Why am I not doing that? And honestly, I feel like that's held me back more than not actually doing those things is just the thought that I should be doing what other people are doing. So not to say that you can't look at what other brands are doing and say, oh, that looks really interesting, but come from that point of curiosity, okay? And pick a few platforms, one where you're going to publish the main things that you want to publish. So like for me, that is the podcast, that's the blog, okay? That's my main kind of thing. But I'm also kind of, and I've built built up to this a little bit, but you want to pick the places where you're also going to talk about that main content. So it's like the one main piece. And then where are you going to share it? Where are you going to publish it? And then where you're going to publish it in different ways. And what I want you to do really is, so for me, I love Instagram because it also, I mean, Instagram is one of those platforms that I think is really special because it gets you comfortable to many oh, multiple formats of things um, images words video live video so if any of those are things that you eventually want to grow into instagram is a great platform and i'm not an instagram teacher i just find that just in general it's a great place to start it's a great place to connect with other people it's easy to connect with people there and you could even eventually experiment and layer on much later with ads. You can even experiment with ads. So there's that. So when you're just trying out a new platform or place to publish to your audience, you want to just give yourself time to find the rhythm, your rhythm for creating, posting, for how often you post, and people's responses to what you're posting, to you know, whatever strategies you, you're using, hashtags, time of day, um, tagging certain people, whatever, whatever strategies you're choosing to use, you want to really play with that yourself and give yourself time to think it out. Okay. So again, you're going to pick those one to two platforms. I know some people say one to three, but I think one to two platforms is good because one main place to publish, one place that you could call the promotional platform, but really should just be another place to publish, um, maybe a different kind of a different piece to what you published on the main platform. And I, I just say focus on giving and getting interaction. 
blogs aren't getting the the comments that I've seen them getting and I'm not even paying attention to those. I'm I'm going back even if I'm reading a blog post, I'm going back to the actual person wherever they are in social and I'm telling them there what I thought. So focus on giving that interaction and you will get it back. You got to give an order to finally get. And what you've got to work on right now is really, first, you're going to be getting that. This is really the first layer is getting that rhythm down for publishing, and then interact, republishing in a different way, and then interacting and engaging with people, and finding ways to ask questions, finding ways to see if people are resonating what you're what you're talking about. So what, what else does that mean? It means really getting okay talking about what your message is okay so really getting the feedback getting the engagement see if what see what comes back to you um you want it to be small right now because how like i said before how would you handle an influx of people or responses so social allows you that ability to really get like good at like kind of being passionate about your message and what you're selling And once you start getting that interaction, guess what you get to do? You get to give yourself a process. And this is kind of the last piece, I think. Well, one of the last pieces really of building that layer. Give yourself a process. So if it's social media, let's say, perhaps there's a schedule. Perhaps there's a series of things you do before and after you post something. If it's a podcast, perhaps it's just how you produce it. How many you create in one go if you batch it. The more you know how you're doing it, the faster, the faster you'll get up to speed and get solid on when you do it. You're looking for a way to make this as easy as possible. And man, that takes time. This podcast has taken years for me to get to the point where I'm like, okay, I now am consistently batching this podcast for the last two months. I'm happy about that. But still, there are pieces of the batching that I'm not so great at still. Um, My team is thanking me for that, (laughs) for all of the batching work I'm doing. Um, So whether it's your process, so even besides social media, or if you have like a blog or podcast, it it could be also a process for giving people a consultation, consultation session and then following up with them, getting someone to place um, or use or share your products? And then what do you do once they do share that? Or simply opening a membership beta for founding members like I did this past week. You better be ready for the influx of people or tone things down so you can get really comfortable with the process. You can find the hiccups. Um, there were there was at least one hiccup in the process of getting people. I'd set up something wrong in Infusionsoft, so people weren't some people weren't being sent over from Infusionsoft to Kajabi. It was a little hiccup, but because I have a smaller kind of like easier to handle process right now, it was it was fine. So what to do? What do you do if you're launching at this? kind of stage or you want to launch. So you can apply this idea of layering even with a first time launch or a first launch of something. Even with the experience launching other things, I think it's always a good idea to treat each launch as a specific 
thing that you have to validate. You have to see if it's going to be a good idea. So why put, you don't have to put all of the same strategies behind it. It's actually an opportunity to try new things. So aim to keep your entire approach simple. Pick one central activity or strategy at a time and build on that. So your first launch might be a challenge, might be a five-day challenge, or it might be one webinar or one webinar or one and a Facebook Live or maybe two Facebook Lives or one Facebook Live. Um, Or it might be a, what else? What else? A video that you record off Facebook and upload it. it. It's really up to you how you, what you choose to let people know about the thing that you're launching. With a beta program, you might just create one or two videos that you upload to Facebook just to let people know what you're doing. Or you might create a landing page and invite people to apply. Um, I tend to really like interactive events. So that's why I mentioned the Facebook Live, the webinar. Maybe you're going to do an Instagram Live. Maybe you're going to do that challenge. And then you add to it or try one new thing each time. So I want to just make a break here and say this is kind of like copywriting. So if you change every single word every time on your sales page, you're going to not you're not going to know which headline worked. You're not even going to know if the headline was the problem. So you've got to just work on one thing at a time. So this layer layering strategy is really simply finding out the best, first of all, the best way you communicate and where. And that is something you can grow over time. You're going to get used to it, make it a process, give yourself focus time, maybe four weeks even to do what you're doing before you really dig in, decide if it's a great layer, decide if it's if it's solid enough and Add the next layer or add some complexity or add some more to that current layer. You don't necessarily have to add a completely new layer. Now, you might gain some serious traction here, but the truth is you just want to get used to putting your work out, asking questions, responding to the responders. Look for ways to engage people who you might not be talking. They might be not talking to you yet, but you know they're interested in what you're doing because you see them like things. Look for ways to do all these steps faster and easier. And that's where the process work comes in. And then, again, you're going to hear me kind of circling back around and around through this because it is a process of refining and it doesn't end. you don't need to add 5 million layers to this in order for it to taste good. Like one layer cake tastes good. Um, as long as you have some good frosting on the top or sometimes even frosting isn't necessary. Okay. No more cake references for the next five seconds. Then when you're feeling close and that it's working and that maybe someone else can even help you implement it, that's the goal. You can add more people to it. Basically, you can share it more with people. You can find other ways of reaching new people. You can see if it's helping you add interaction and add people to your list or whatever your goals are. But at that point, of course, you can add another strategy if you'd like or another strategy on that same platform, which I think that's an interesting idea. You don't have to. You can decide what you want to do. It's really up to you. But I'd say just go layer by layer and look at where you want to end up. 
So if you're not feeling it after the four weeks, I'd say it's not a total loss. But if you can honestly say you've been on the platform, focused on sharing your business message and still don't feel like there's a response, you might be in the wrong place for now. Or your people may have just not found you because you might need just more time. So make that call. Sometimes it, it, it takes having someone else look at what you're doing and see if it makes sense to them. And I would say, actually, before you call it a, call it a fail, go and find someone who you consider your ideal customer and ask them what they think and ask them if they l- like your profile or whatever you're working on. Like, hey, how'd you like that podcast? Or do you listen to my podcast? Ask questions because you're not going to know and you don't want to just you know, delete something and just say, you know what, no more podcasts for me. Because let me just tell you, I have thought over the past few years, I've thought many times, well, I don't know if I should keep doing this podcast. Man, I don't really know. And then a week later or a day later, someone's like, hey, I just wanted to tell you that I'm really enjoying your podcast. I really like that. I'm like, what? Like out of nowhere, because it's sometimes hard to know. I'm not asking you all the time, but hey, would you would you guys do me a favor? If you are listening right now and you enjoy this podcast, send me a little note at Anne at AnnSamoilove.com because I actually need to hear it. And it keeps me coming back every single week delivering this to you. And if I know that you're getting value out of it, hey, I'm here. I'm, I'm sticking around. Don't worry. I'm not that type of person who just disappears just I'm always looking at how am I benefiting another person and if it's benefiting someone else then I stick around so here's one thing don't get hard on yourself during this process because I know how it feels to be judging your success on like follows comments and likes and all that and and really it's tough it's like focus on the interactions you are having whatever they are, and look for micro improvements because they count big time. Celebrate those and notice um, there was a woman, Elizabeth McLeod, she has uh, a brand called Wild Woman Enchanted. She creates a lot of different products, but she her main product are these cards. They're called the Wild Woman Enchanted cards and they're kind of they're not like tarot cards but they are very much like oracle cards if you've ever read those and they have messages you choose them and they're generally for women obviously based on the name but she initially I think her layers if I were to think about her layers she started a YouTube channel she does a weekly show now and recently inside the message lab she started a facebook group so she could talk to people on a weekly basis and let people know what was going you know talk about the topic of the week on the show and i think she just started drawing cards weekly a weekly cards um reading for her audience and people are responding but it took a while for people to respond because she wasn't really asking questions and she wasn't really showing up in a place that allowed her to really ask questions and have people, I mean, allowed other people to ask her questions and have her answer them. So just know that the process may take time. Um, and now she's, <laughs> now it's just amazing because she's getting help from the, from her audience on even naming her upcoming course, which I think is, it's, that's what, 
that's what it's about. I just love that. Now she's collaborating with her audience and her people are depending on when she's going to come and do her weekly reading. And I, I just love it. Anyways, I'm not going to gush. Sorry, Elizabeth, if you're listening, I had to out you on this because you're just like so amazing. Okay, so just remember that sure you can throw everything at it, but testing one layer at a time is the way to know what works and what doesn't. So um, now I'm going to go deep into my layer cake analogy a little bit. So imagine you make a layer cake. Like t- it's like 10 layers deep and you bite into it and you're like, huh, wow, something is really weird about this cake. I feel like I tasted something salty or bitter or maybe there's a little too much butter in this. Now, would you know if you bit into a piece of cake, like where did, which layer what do I go fix? Now, sure, you can take the the cake apart and that's probably what you'd have to do be like which layer is the messed up layer right but it's it's not going to be an easy oh that's what it was so if you go through building your business and your launches level by level you'll be able to try on the individual layers know when it stops tasting good clearly see when it's working and when it's no longer working even if that means just for you You'll be able to see when the layers may taste great alone, but when they're together, it's like, whoa, this is too much. This cake is a hot mess. And that's when you get to decide what to do about it, but you'll get information. That's the main thing. So you can apply this layer cake to launches, even if you're creating a new product and not completely starting from scratch. Um, Say you have something you'd like to try. Not sure you really want to invest much money or other resources in it. Well, Just ask yourself, what's the simplest way to get something out to the world? How to validate that idea? Deliver some of that idea to some people? Um, Well, I'll give you an example because I feel like I'm kind of going off a little bit and I keep getting distracted by the idea of cake. (laughs) But I just invited this past week a group of people to be my founding members in a new membership program called the Fearless Launching Lab. And that's going to be launching in July. What membership, you say? (laughs) Well, I actually invited only my current paid customers, past students, people who were coaching clients, anyone who's who I consider already on the inside in the in the main community. And it's because I have a little bit of a shorthand with them. I know what their struggles are. I've worked really closely with most people. And let me just tell you, though, that by the, because of that shorthand, by the end of this founding member opening, which will end on Sunday, depending on when you're listening, it might not matter at all, but I'll have sent five emails total to many chat messages, and I put a few notes and posts into my Facebook groups. Now, the next time, you'll see something else. You'll see me doing a series of Facebook Lives because I don't think I'm going to do videos just yet, um, just like standalone videos. You may see me running some Facebook ads, but they probably aren't going to be to the membership site. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, I may choose to do a webinar, but the Facebook Lives kind of function as that. We'll see. And I did this so that I could focus on my systems and the process Yes, but also so I could put my focus on the message, the vision for the membership, and really figure out why I'm doing this and also focus on 
a small, smaller number of people who I want to give value to right away so that they can start making progress in their business. And whew, so that is it, really. Like, that's why, so that I can pay more attention to what I'm delivering, so I can really get it right and I can feel comfortable doing it. These are people who are, I consider my family and I know and I love them. And I honestly tend to keep my launches only a few layers deep. I'll admit to that. And we'll do that because I don't foresee wanting a gigantic team. And the more layers you have, the more support you need in making sure that those layers get created, get integrated, or work with the other pieces and that you have more eyes on it. So I always really aim for a sense of ease. And I like that I can choose that. So I'll generally choose just one central launch strategy and only build onto that so much. I like to try new things, but I'm going to be honest, I like to conserve my energy as well. Because as many of you know, I'm a mom. I am basically the main person in our house who's just like running around doing all the things for everybody. But I do believe it helps everyone realized too that you don't need all the things that's why I do it too because I always like to be uh, an example I like to be an example walk the walk that I that I preach to people to keep it simple so that's why I do it so stay tuned because in the coming weeks I'm going to be sharing some interviews with women who are doing this exact layer layering process actually at least one of the people that I mentioned today, oh no, both two, two people are going to be on the show and really using it to get really clear on what works for them. I'm definitely not just talking about bottom line here either, like in terms of money. We all have, and this is a real thing I think that most people don't talk about, is that we all have a certain amount of energy we want and have to physically expend for our business. And as long as we adjust our expectations to match that energy, whatever we've got, then we're fine. Now, we can, we can definitely expand our ability to do more, to be more, to serve more, just like you can train a muscle and, or train and build stamina, but that takes consistent effort. And I do believe that that can also naturally happen over time. So look at this layering process as building those muscles, giving yourself that strong foundation and making the, the kind of cool thing actually is that once you figure out how layers are, are, are created in your business. So if you're like, okay, Instagram layer time, we're going to use Instagram, Instagram heavily on the next launch. That's going to be our main social platform. We're going to do this, 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 and this. Once you figure out how to kind of launch a layer, <laughs> then it that in itself becomes a process because you'll know you'll have specific milestones for yourself and you'll know based on how people interact with you on each on each layer, okay, we know we've we've achieved what we need to in order to add the next layer when and then you can create that list of milestones that you need to reach. Um, but just, just know that, that really when I'm saying one layer at a time, this is not a lazy way of building your business or launching. It really is a way that gives you space, gives you time, plenty of room to gain experience, be in the dirt of your business, not be overwhelmed and 
overwhelm leads to anxiety and triggers often fear. And it allows you to, to really decide who you are as a business owner. Too many people, I think, they have to be the next so-and-so, the big online internet sensation, the big thought leader, and do the exact process, use the same tools, offer the same things, say the same things, say, send the same emails, and you know use the same methods. And honestly, there are so many ways and opportunities to grow something totally unique to you that, that feels right, that's aligned with your values. And I am all about discovering those unique ways to do that, especially to you. So I'm going to leave you with two questions today as we pause for another week. Now, remember, if you want to just come over to the Fearless Launching Lounge and hang out there. That would be great. I'd love to meet you and love to hear what you have to say about layering and how you build your business. If you're like a jump in the deep end and hope that you learn and know how to swim, or if you like the layering process, which gives you time to be very intentional about what you're doing and what, what actually works for you, then I'd love to see you over the Fearless Launching Lounge. You can get there. Just go over to the show notes page, which is at ansamolev.com forward slash 187. And we will chat more about this over there. But this month for me, it's all about awareness. So questions are a great way to, to get to that aware point. And I think the more of us that are aware of who we are, what we're building, what our message is, the less time we spend in overwhelm, down rabbit holes, and we're able to just always come back to center. So what do you want to build and create? First of all, like what are, oh my gosh, there was this great question yesterday on a webinar. What are you selling? And not what are you selling actually, like, but what, emo, what, what is the emotion and the experience that you're selling? And I just want to answer that right now. I'm selling choice. I'm selling choice and freedom to some extent, but I'm selling I'm selling choice. That's like my word because I feel like you can choose, okay? What you want, what you want to create and how you want to create it. So once you tell me that, I want to ask you what's one launch or marketing strategy? And it can be one that you've seen somebody else do that seemed really fun or cool to you. Um, what's one launch or marketing strategy you can start executing on right now or putting together piece, the pieces for to start making your first layer? All right, head over to ansamoylove.com forward slash 187 for any resources that I pull together for this episode. There may be a few there. I'm not sure yet. So head over and just see if there are any there and let me know the answers to your two questions. Also, make sure to head over to the Fearless Launching Lounge, which is over on Facebook. And it is a free community that I've had for a couple of years now uh, where we talk about launching, all the all the basic things about online business and, and just business in general and how to stick to your values and, and still launch, not get super overwhelmed and, you know, just come over and get the support and love that you need to get it going. All right. Have a great rest of your week. And again, um, if you did not listen to last week's episode, make sure to head over to ansamorelove.com forward slash 186. And you'll know you'll get the details on what's coming next week. I will talk to you very soon. Take care. Bye bye.